party begin. Your healthy radio addiction starts now. Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Gentlemen, the king. Hail to the king, baby. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Insane Throttle Biker News' morning show. How you guys doing out there, man? It is a crappy day here in Northern Illinois. Nothing but freaking rain. Nothing but rain. Can't even go out and ride the damn bike or go out on the boat, you know, because I don't feel like getting electrocuted by lightning. Anyway, got a hell of a show today. We got a lot more information on the Keith Palumbo case. Yes, the Keith Palumbo case. Uh, but first, don't forget, pound rock on in the comment section, as well as get your cool, insane throttle or motorcycle madhouse or hooligan mafia shirt. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and get that over on our support store. Anyway, we got an exclusive document that we obtained, and it's actually a court affidavit on basically what happened that night with Keith Palumbo. If you don't know who Keith Palumbo is, I don't know where the hell you've been. We've been covering this for a couple weeks now. We're also going to be having the missing persons investigator up on uh, later on in the show on Motorcycle Madhouse Live on Thursday. We do have as our main guest Brian and Tank from the Biker Lifestyle Podcast. Yes, we do. Uh, but it is important to note right now that with a lot of information that we've been uh, getting. Yeah, you know what? It looks like the club's in the clear, man. They did not have anything to do with this. They do not uh, sanction this kind of behavior. We will have a statement on Thursday. Hey, hopefully we'll be able to get a representative from the club out. But uh, Harpy Warlock's uh, the black uh, dragon type of deal, no pun intended, BD, uh, with their center patch. They changed over, and they'll give an explanation uh, why they did that. But they did not uh, have anything to do with this. They actually kicked this guy out of the club. He's nothing more than a freaking uh, meth head uh, freak, if you ask me. And I can go a lot more into detail about what I think about him. But a whole ton of information coming up. So we're going to start getting into the news for this morning. Let's dive right in and get to it. Okay, here we go. Affidavit of probable cause. Yes, this is the court version copy. Do not try to ask us where we got it. Our sources stay quiet. That's the way it goes. Uh, but this right here is out of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania County of Philadelphia. Uh, the detective Bambersky Joseph is homicide detective. Uh, I'm just going to walk you through all this type of stuff, and it's also going to give you what happened that night according to what's being said right now. Again, nobody is guilt. Uh, everybody's innocent until proven guilty. I almost said it backwards. Switch! Reverse! Anyway, uh, probable cause believed is based upon the following facts and circumstances. One, that after an investigation, I have probable cause to believe that a warrant of arrest should be issued for defendant William S. Gibson, 
Uh, then it gives some addresses and stuff. I'm not going to talk about that. If you want you to look at that stuff. Uh, charges. Uh, now, this is the D.C. number. Uh, let, look, one count of criminal conspiracy, one count of hindering apprehension, one count of obstruction of justice, one count of abuse of a corpse, and one count of tamper with evidence. Uh, two, the facts lending are, uh, you know, tending to establish the grounds for issuance of a warrant of arrest and probable cause for my belief are as follows. And then uh, we're going to go into the main meat of this and the warrant control numbers, a uh, Frank Frank 00027112020. Okay, here we go. Uh, February 10th of 2020 at approximately 3 p.m., Upper Darby uh, Township, uh, Pennsylvania Police Department received a report of a missing person from the location of 938 Fairfax Street in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. The subject of the report is Keith Palumbo, white male, uh, then gave a date of birth and reported missing uh, is carried under the, that there's a report number. Uh, the report indicated that Palumbo was last seen by family members on uh, February 5th or the 6th and was last seen driving a silver Subaru that is registered to his mother. The male Palumbo was placed into NCIC and as of this writing is still a missing person. Now again, this is the report that's going on here. Uh, you know, that was back in February. Uh, on Thursday, the 312 uh, 2020, the police department homicide unit was contacted by our Upper Darby Police concerning a witness who had information regarding the murder of Keith Palumbo and the location of the murder. The witness was brought to homicide in Philadelphia and provided an audio and video recording interview as well as a signed summary of the interview. So basically they gave a recorded statement. Uh, the witness who is known to the Commonwealth, they're not going to release the name of this witness, and who will be available for court proceedings was interviewed and related the following. Now this is the meat of everything here. On 2 6 of 2020, the witness was with Keith Palumbo, so the witness was with him, and another male identified as William Gibson, white male, then the date of birth. The witness, Palumbo and uh, Gibson, were all together at various locations in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. At some point, Palumbo received a phone call from a male known to the witness as Chaos. This male has, uh, has been identified as Michael DeLucha, white male, uh, DOB 082481. The witness stated that all of the people in this affidavit are associated with the Warlocks Motorcycle Club. So let's stop right there. Right there, let's stop. Now, we've also, we actually got a statement from the club where it talks about kicking this chapter out on bad out of their club. At that point, they had no contact with this chapter. We'll go on. Let's read. The witness stated that Chaos told Palumbo to come to his uh, residence. Uh, I'm not going to give the number. You guys can read it for yourself if you're on video. Uh, the witness stated that Palumbo, Gibson, and the witness all went to Chaos's apartment, and they were driven there by Palumbo, who was driving his mother's Subaru. 
Now we do got information of a guy who you know supposedly drove uh you know helped out with this whole thing but we're not going to release that name until we get verification that indeed this information is credible that we received the witness stated that upon entering the resident of chaos on Woodland Ave, chaos immediately pulled out a handgun and began pointing the gun at palumbo the witness stated that Palumbo began to protest and told Chaos not to hand, uh, not uh, to get it out of his face. Basically, uh, then suddenly Chaos shot Palumbo once in the face with the handgun. The witness stated that he was close enough to Palumbo that he was covered in splatter uh, and all that you know nasty stuff. The witness stated that Chaos then ordered the witness and Gibson to cut up the carpet that were stained and to roll the body up in the carpet. Now, it goes on. Basically, you know, before I go on to that, man, this is the same guy who served time for shooting his girlfriend, supposedly accidentally, uh, while cleaning a gun, how the hell you accidentally don't know there's a damn bullet in the gun when you're cleaning it is way beyond me. Anyway, let's go on here. The witness stated that he ordered uh, the witness and Gibson to cut up the carpets that you know and roll the victim's body up in the carpet. The witness stated that chaos then left the residence in Palumbo's vehicle and returned a short time later. In a red pickup truck that is owned by a female named Donna Morelli. Yes, that is the one that said on the board of that cemetery. And we were discussing a lot in some previous videos. So yes, it looks like she was involved. Just like we had a hint of that, that she was involved. Uh, then it talks about her address. The witness stated that when Chaos returned to Woodland Avenue, that Chaos and Gibson removed the body of Palumbo, placed it in a pickup truck, and then left. Uh, on 4-3-2020, detectives from the Philadelphia Police Department recovered the remains of Keith Palumbo inside a grave vault on the grounds of the Mount Moriah Cemetery located at 6201 Kingsley Avenue. The remains of Palumbo were transported to the office of the medical examiner, you know, where they, uh, you know, conducted an autopsy. They found out it was homicide. Uh, on 4-7, detectives interviewed a second witness who provided an audio and video recorded statement. So there's another witness. There's two witnesses here. The witness stated that sometime in early February 2020, the witness was inside of their house when Michael DeLuca and William Gibson came to the house of the witness. The witness stated that Michael DeLuca told the witness that he had killed Keith Palumbo and that he needed help with disposing of the body. The witness stated that DeLuca, Gibson, and the witness went into Mount Moriah Cemetery and that DeLuca and Gibson disposed of the remains by throwing his body into an open grave crypt. The witness has known DeLuca and Gibson for several years and identified uh, photographs of both males. So there is now two witnesses. And what we're learning is that Donna Morelli has lawyered up. She, again, has lawyered up. And this is coming straight from the affidavit of probable cause. It's a court version copy of uh, what's going on out there. Kind of gives a little bit of gist 
of uh, what we've been covering lately. And again, it's alleged by uh, one of the witnesses this had to do with the Warlocks Motorcycle Club. But reading this, the whole club wasn't involved. It was just these schmucks. So it wasn't uh, with them. And again, they put out a statement that said, hey, we had nothing to do with this stuff. Uh, and they sent out their condolences to the family. Let's uh, see how uh, the Philadelphia Inquired, uh, Julie Shaw has been following this case. I've been reading her work. Uh, let's see how she summarizes this affidavit. Uh, bloody carpet, other new details emerge in shooting death of Delco musician whose body was found in Mount Moriah Crypt. And it looks like here's a picture of the, the cemetery. If you're over on the radio, come on over to YouTube or Facebook you to see this stuff. Uh, on the day that 36-year-old Delaware County uh, musician Keith Palumbo went missing from his Drexel Hill home, he was driving in his mother's silver Subaru with two other men when he got a call from alleged Warlock Motorcycle Club member Michael Galucha. Now, you know what? I really, that's reporting right there. Alleged Motorcycle Club member. She didn't say, hey, Warlock's Motorcycle Club member. Alleged. So that's uh, right there. She's got some credibility in my eyes. Uh, telling him to go to uh, Delucha's Southwest Philadelphia apartment. After the three men arrived at Delucha's uh, first floor apartment, uh, he immediately pulled out a handgun and began pointing the gun at Palumbo. Palumbo began to protest and told Chaos not to point the gun at him, but Deluca suddenly shot Palumbo once in the face with the handgun, citing an account of one of the other men allegedly in the apartment at the time. The documents did not name the witnesses and did not say why DeLuca uh, allegedly killed Palumbo. What is he going to come back and say, oh, you know, I, I was just cleaning the gun or trying to scare him or something, you know? Uh, you know, you got to remember, uh, prior to this, uh, Keith was actually shot and, you know, he didn't, he didn't narc on him, didn't say who the shooter was. He took it and, you know... You know, so there was a lot of other stuff that came up in this case. You're talking, uh, this is a dude that allegedly was riding around on his motorcycle for a couple months while he was missing. Yeah, same guy. This is, this is what we're getting. Again, it's alleged. Uh, I can't, you know, say for sure. Uh, Palumbo's body, and here's another one, and that of another man. Now, you remember how, you know, the witnesses was described, well, they put it in an open crypt. No, that, that can't be the case because there's another man were found by police in uh, April 3rd. Now, the rumor, and again, this is just rumors, it was a prospect for uh, the Warlocks MC. Again, the harpy ones. Uh, again, you know, I'd love to get the club on to tell their side of the story. They can clear up a lot of this type of stuff. I encourage them to. And I think it would make put the club in a good light if they do. Uh, Philadelphia police have said they believe the body of the second man is that of David Razillo of Drexel Hill, who would have been 35, uh, and relatives uh, declined to comment. Uh, police have issued an arrest warrant for DeLuca, 38, of Delaware County on charges of murder, conspiracy, abuse of a corpse, and related offenses in Palumbo's death. He has been in federal custody since his April 2nd arrest in Cheyenne, Wyoming, 
when police during a traffic stop found a loaded 40 caliber pistol under the driver's seat of his black Cadillac. He has been charged with being a felon in possession of firearm and is expected to face court proceedings in Wyoming before being brought back to Philadelphia. Here is a picture of uh, uh, DeLuca. Uh, and, you know, yeah, there's a real winner right there, man. Real winner. Anyway, uh, earlier this month, police arrested and charged Billy Gibson, 47, with conspiracy hindering, and that's the one we were talking about in the affidavit. Uh, Gibson was one of the two men who went with Palumbo to DeLuca's apartment. The second man, the unnamed witness told police that they were all associated with the Warlocks Motorcycle Club. Now, the problem I have here is they're not distinguishing between uh, the different uh, clubs that call themselves Warlock. This has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the Warlocks down in Florida, the Phoenix ones. You know, that's something that needs to be said right now because there's no, you know, people just looking at that are going to say, hey, well, it's the guys in Florida. It's not the guys in Florida. Uh, witness told police that after DeLuca shot Palumbo, he ordered him and Gibson. So him and Gibson, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's another guy that was uh, supposedly... Uh, a relative of Palumbo's have said that Palumbo was not a Warlocks member and was a friend of DeLuca's from childhood. Uh, so there's a second uh, witness involved in this stuff, but that's kind of how uh, they're freaking uh, covering it right now. Uh, you got to give it up to Julie Shaw, man. She kind of, you know, other than, you know, not distinguishing between the clubs, uh, did a really good piece in summarizing. The reason why I wanted to read the affidavit is compared to this article that the news media wrote, and it's pretty straight on. So I'll talk a little more in my final thoughts on that. Let's do a wall of shame that everybody's been really liking right now. And out of Worcester, uh, former style police chief Ralph Rusty Marino Drove department-issued SUV to meet 14-year-old boy in child enticement case, court documents say. Yeah! Didn't I tell you they were freaks? Anytime they get arrested, it has to do with stuff like this, being not a wife or drunk. Can you tell me what's going on with you freaks? Really? Come on, man. Uh, the former police... And it's a police chief! <laughs> He admitted to driving a department-issued SUV, so he drove the cop car to meet a 14-year-old boy after sending the child sexually explicit messages. Ralph Rusty Marino has been charged this week with enticing a children under the uh, age of 16 after, uh, after allegedly planning to meet with a 14-year-old boy. He is 63 years old. 63 years old is scheduled to be arraigned. A com uh, criminal complaint uh, in uh, Leo Minister District Court indicates uh, Marino started talking online starting April 11th with a boy he believed was 14. The conversation was uh, explicit and includes language from the older man indicated that he wished to engage in sexual acts with a 14-year-old boy. The two planned to meet and engage in sexual acts on the 17th. 
a video was posted by uh, Predator Poachers Massachusetts, a group not affiliated with law enforcement that claims to catch predators on online dating sites. Got to give them some uh, freaking uh, do right there, man. Way to go for getting this guy. Uh, the man tells the other individual that he's an activist who poses as young uh, boys online to catch predators. Court documents indicate the incident happened in Leo Minister. So yeah, we got us a freak cop, one that is 63-year-old and is a former police chief who tried to meet a young boy. Ralph Rusty Marino, you're now on Insane Throttle's Wall of Shame. Okay, before we go on, as always, visit Motorcycle Madhouse Radio over on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and more. We're all over the place on the podcast uh, host. Uh, also, follow us on Facebook. Become part of the throttle over there. Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and subscribe right over on youtube man go check out our video library now my final thoughts man you know that last story with the wall of shame it is just terrible when you know because this is my new thing everybody knows hey the cops are always out there busting on the motorcycle clubs or busting on bikers saying how bad they are how much of a gang they are so hey one turn deserves another. I believe this. I believe this. Now, I know you're not happy because you freaks and trolls come over and, you know, you're really freaking, uh, you know, give me hell on the email stuff. You know, you guys are really... That's good news. Yeah. Snakes on crack. You snakes on crack, man. That's what I have to say. Uh, anyway, you got some freaks out there. You need to freaking uh, control your freaks, man. This one right here... I would let go medieval if, uh, you know, luckily this organization caught this guy before he actually went and met a kid, you know, because, yeah, this one was a setup, but if he's doing this with uh, this, who knows, he might freaking uh, already done something like this or was going to. So, again, props to that organization, uh, those activists that go out there and do this type of stuff, uh, but... You know, I'm hoping that they actually prevented something from happening. Uh, hopefully nothing happened in the past. But if stuff like this, I say medieval, man. That's what I rack them, do something, go medieval on them, make it last for days and days and days. Uh, you go after a kid like that, you're nothing but scum. You're nothing but you're not even human to me. Not even human. And you get what you deserve. Put them out in the, you know, the square and let the parents get at them. That's what I freaking say. Uh, but, you know, it, the wall of shame is doing great. Yes, I'm figuring out uh, some stuff because some of the guys want me to put up a wall. Uh, I don't know about that yet, man. I don't know about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Now, going to this case, like I said, with uh, Keith Palumbo, we're going to have uh, the missing person investigator come on. We're going to go through this material on uh, the live session of Motorcycle Madhouse. You can see that on... Uh, YouTube, Facebook, and of course the reruns over on uh, Spotify and the radio stations. But we're going to really go through this material and get a, a better freaking understanding of what the motive could have been because you can you know everybody knew i'm like well what the hell man why why just tell me why give me give me something of what you benefited doing this for 
But uh, it looks like two witnesses uh, have now turned state. It looks it's a state thing, man. They turned state, and uh, this Donna, uh, it looks like, uh, has lawyered up and also was involved in this stuff. Now she was on the board of the cemetery, and now it's her truck being brought into the the whole case. So yeah, she was involved, but. There was two bodies found, one Keith and the other one. So this wasn't an open grave like that affidavit says or the witness says. You know, it can't be. You know, there was already something in there. You had to open it up. So we're going to learn more about that type of stuff. But uh, like I said, we're going to cover it from beginning to end. That's just what's going to happen because uh, this is a story that needs to be told. And hopefully, you know, we get a lot of feedback on this story and we appreciate that stuff. Again, I invite the club to come on, tell their story because, you know, I got to give it to uh, Shaw, man. She really covered this story pretty good. Allegedly, I like how she put that in there. And from the statements from uh, the Warlocks, again, not the Florida ones, we're talking about uh, Harpies, uh, they kicked these people out, and they should have, too. So that shows you that uh, clubs aren't behind that kind of this kind of stuff. They do not approve of it. They're not out there trying to play gangster or something like that. Uh, don't forget uh, Thursday, by the time you see this, it'll probably already be going. Uh, we got uh, Brian and Tank from uh, Biker Lifestyle Podcast. Check them out. And on uh, the 18th of June, we're going to have a production video out over on YouTube and Facebook. I'm going to sit down with a representative from uh, the Confederation of Clubs out of Chicago, go over some stuff. Also, look at Max behind me. Get that damn banda, man. Go get you one. Uh, from BaggerSyndicateCycles.com and check us out over on our uh, support store. Get all your stuff, man. You'll love it. You'll love it. So with that, I'll talk to you I guys later. Goodbye. Vamoose. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat yet. The number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!